How can this be? How can it have failed spectacularly when it hasn't finished? Or has it? So Putin didn't intend this to happen. This isn't how it was supposed to go. Russia was supposed to move in in a velvet glove, if you like. They were going to invade. They were going to not cause a lot of damage. They weren't going to kill a lot of civilians. They were going to move in. They were going to take land and grab it and hold it and drive Ukraine to the negotiating table. And that's exactly, that's exactly what happened. So Ukraine had started shelling the Donbass, they had increased the frequency before Christmas, they'd increased it again in January, it was maybe 10, 20 times higher than it had been before. Putin wasn't going to stand for it anymore, so he moved in, but he moved in in a strategic way. It was a soft touch. He only had 150,000 troops available to use. So he moved them in, he grabbed a big swatch of land and he held it and he, and he stopped and they all went to the negotiating table. They started talking peace. The deal was on the table. Russia would keep Crimea. That was never up for discussion. Russia would pull back to the border of Ukraine and Russia but the Donetsk and Donbass would be separate autonomous regions governing themselves. And more importantly, Ukraine would not join NATO. It would stay out of NATO and stay neutral. And that was the deal. And it was all set to be signed. And then something happened. And what was it that happened? Boris Johnson? How, how does Alexander de Peffel Johnson makes such a difference in the world stage. He goes to visit Zelensky three, three days after the peace agreement was almost set and suddenly, boom, it's off the table. It's all or nothing. Russia gets out. No peace talks. Nothing anymore. Full-blown Ukraine attacks and pushes Russia back. Of course it does, because... Uh, we want to see Russia uh, uh, weakened uh, to the degree that it can't uh, do the kinds of things that uh, it has done uh, in, in invading Ukraine. This was never prepared for, because this wasn't part of the plan. Russia wasn't there to keep that, to keep that territory. It had no need to keep that territory. What it wanted was a neutral Ukraine, and it wanted the shelling and the Donbass to stop. And remember... That's what, that's what Zelensky got elected on. He got elected on providing peace for Ukraine. And that meant internally as well as externally. But he's gone back on that and then he reneged on the peace deal that they had effectively set, but it was never signed. America, the UK, France, Germany, Poland, they all start promising everything and giving ammunition to Ukraine. Ukraine pushes back, pushes the big bad Russians out of Ukraine, and suddenly Putin's left with egg on his face, and there's no option, no option but to move forward again. But he doesn't have he doesn't have the resources in place, he's not ready, so what does he do? Well, not being terribly stupid, 
he kind of pauses. He just holds the line and he waits and he puts his factories into war footing. So they're now producing munitions 24-7 and they have been doing so since the peace deal was negated in April. So they're running flat out. He then calls the reserve out in September. So that's another 300,000 reservists back into the fold. Meanwhile, he's training people. Tanks are being reinitiated. They've been brought out of storage and they've been fired up again. Everything's gone into a war footing for Russia. It had to because, you know, he didn't have the size of army that was required to beat Ukraine. Ukraine had a big, well-trained army. And that's how they managed to push Russia back out so relatively easily. But then when Russia came in, it was a different Russia. This time... They weren't stretched, they weren't overextending, they weren't pushing too far forward. They, were, they had defence in depth, they had a front line, they had a second line, they had a third line, they had logistics. They have everything and they've still got them. And they're moving forward effectively in cohesion with um, the PMC, the private military company that is Wagner Group. And Wagner Group is a strange situation because Wagner Group is is something that the Russians invented in order to operate out with their own borders and out with the terms of their own constitution. So th that's why Wagner Group was used in Africa and places like that. It's basically a get-around of their constitution so they can go and apply some military pr pressure or help out countries like Syria and and countries in Africa. That's what Wagner Group was all about, but it's a very well-organised and well-oiled machine. In fact, it's probably an elite force in real terms, and they're doing really well now in Ukraine. They've almost taken Bakhmut. So what happens now? Because Ukraine's is done. The Russian meat grinder has been pounding away at it. They've been sending 60 to 80,000 shells every day over the front line. And and remember, this front line extends for, what, 12,000 kilometres or something? It's huge. It's huge. It's all the way across Ukraine. I mean, it's not just centred on Bakhmut. So the Russians are firing in shells in vast numbers, and you're lucky if the Ukrainians are putting six or 8,000 shells back at them. So the Ukrainians are losing people in huge numbers. Now, the numbers are hidden, from the West because the Ukrainian army controls very closely what we do and do not see. That's why we've never seen frontline footage in real time from this war. And this is the first war in our recent times that we haven't seen that. It's been very, very secretive. I think, and this is personal opinion, there are a number of people who would agree with me though, but I think they've lost possibly close on 200, 250,000 soldiers, which is terrible. Russia has probably lost about 20, 25,000. So they both had big losses, but Russia can sustain them because Russia's bringing more and more people to the battlefield. Ukraine's had 10 million people leave the country, mainly women and children, but 10 million people have left the country. How do you think that country is performing now? People are being taken off the streets and thrown in as cannon fodder after very basic training. 
I've ha I've seen it described as they've been given two two magazines on a rifle range. They've got to shoot them off. They've been given some basic equipment and they've been thrown in to replace seasoned troops that have been taken out of the of the battlefield either by injury or by death. Now that isn't sustainable. So where do we go from here? What's going to happen? Well, Zelensky just had an interview with a Japanese television company and he's basically admitted that Ukraine's out of ammo. So Ukraine's out of ammo, Britain's out of ammo, Germany's out of ammo, America can't make ammo fast enough to keep up with the demands of Ukraine. There's nothing left. What are they going to do? China comes across and visits Putin. Xi meets Putin in Moscow. Xi proposes a peace deal. And suddenly, because it's a peace deal that was proposed by China, suddenly it's the worst thing ever from a Western point of view. It's terrible that China's getting involved in this. Because what does it do? It rocks America's position as a world power. Because now you have Russia and China who together are probably a close match for America as it stands just now. And America's feeling the pinch. So my view, this is going to play out in two ways. The war is going to finish this summer one way or the other. Or NATO goes in. And if NATO goes in, then we just cannot, cannot think about the possible consequences of what's going to occur. Because that could very well be Armageddon. And that's not something you want to contemplate. If people get sensible, it's got to be peace. It's, it's the only way to cut down the amount of people dying on both sides, particularly on the Ukrainian side. We've got to defuse the tensions that have been increased by, by the Americans and the Russians because what America's flying reconnaissance flights up and down the Finnish border with Russia. What's it got to do with America? Russia's not on their border. Ukraine is not a NATO state. What's this got to do with NATO and what's it got to do with the United States of America? We're not in a position where we need to defend ourselves. Nobody has threatened European soil other than Ukraine and Russia. In effect, this is a local dispute and we need to butt out and let it come to a peaceful agreement, whatever that agreement is. But if we persist in poking the bear, it's going to turn around and it's going to bite us. And that then is going to lead to a complete and utter disaster. And that's not something I really want to think about. And that's why Putin's special military operation has been a spectacular failure. Because this was never meant to happen. This shouldn't have occurred. And it has occurred because of Western meddling by the UK and by the United States of America. We've put our big feet in and we've made things worse. If you like this, please like, subscribe and share. Please tell other people about it. We'd like to get our information out to as many people as we can. 
Thank you for listening to this. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. See?